This episode of Emblemcast is brought to you by our Patreons. Our Patreons for this episode are Cody, Varun, Slurm, Alex, Spino, Isaac, and Teenage Mutant Mitch McConnell. Check the description below to find links to our Patreon as well as our, our Discord. Now let's get to the episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode 7, season 2, Emblem Cast. We are back to talk about Fire Emblem Fates Birthright in our, what is, I'm assuming, going to be a four-part retrospective, right? If we do one for each game, we'll have to see. We'll have to see with the last two, but anyway. We just not do Revelation. Is that an option? (laughs) It's part of it. No, we're in. We're committed. I have big news, though, for everyone. I did finish the game this time. Oh yeah, congrats! Yeah, I guess we can applaud that. You, <laughs> you, you finished your first surprise. You've I'm cleared like, the what? lowest bar possible. Two, <laughs> two out of six or something. Two out of like two, two out, out of seven. nine. I think yeah, it's two you, out of nine. Jesus, let's We're put it not this way: nine, which ones have you completed on time? <laughs> Fe six and this. Fe six and this. Which which is surprising that you were able to do Fe six over Fe eight. Or Fe nine. And awakening. Yeah. Or, or awakening. Seven. And awakening. Or seven. Or seven. Got so, stuck in a random ass guidance chapter. Oh god, that was a nightmare. Wh- whenever we like redo <laughs> seven, I'll, I'll make sure to write my previous wrongs. <laughs> you don't rotate your save. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest part to me. Re- you didn't have an earlier it. save you could use. This this is like this is like twenty years ago at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> I was on Windows XP. I was recording on a built-in laptop. You were mic. like negative eight years old yeah. or so, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I something think that's how the like lore's going. Recording at like two AM because you were in Italy. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, that's right. You were still in Italy. Oh God! Italy at the time. Anyway, wow. we're here to talk yeah. birthright. Um, so Devin, sent, Devin was our resident lore keeper. He he volunteered to keep track of all the story and cutscenes as he played the game. We didn't think we yep. could beat it, but he did beat the game. Uh, so seeing as you did beat it, Devin, would you care to give us a lore dump here? Tell us all about the story of Birthright. Tell me everything. I want to okay. know what happened. We expect tell me, you to tell be an us expert. everything post deciding to side with your Hoshidan siblings. So you've decided. So Corin sided with Ryoma and the Hoshidans. What happens? Corin was like, "Hey, these people. <laughs> I've known them for like two days, but you know what? They're like family now. Yeah, they're like ride family. or die." Um. So Corin is a. He's a lord, or or she is a lord, uh, with bare feet and a sword. And okay. I think is chapter six the one where you get like Subaki and everyone, and you're in the little uh, that's you're in the little castle. Eight? That's chapter seven, I think. Isn't seven the the one like the I don't remember. Yeah, Subaki, Subaki joins the first chapter, but that, that's too much into the weeds. Yeah, yeah, but, okay, but don't you're, bog you're, down in the details. You go, to, you go to some castle, and like Silas is there, and then you meet Silas, and he's like, "Oh my God, I remember you from my childhood. You were, I, I was sworn to protect you, and we were best friends, or something like that, right? Is, does that happen? That that was the surf and turf. Remember You've done the surf and turf. <laughs> <The> surf and <laughs> turf. Was that, is that the uh, the birthright dialogue? That is that, that is, yeah. that is birthright? the birthright dish. Okay, I just want to make sure we're completely lore accurate. So then Silas joins and everybody's happy 
And then, do you fight Leo after that, or am I skipping away? Yeah, there's a lot. You skipped like seven chapters. <laughs> but okay, oh, okay. Yeah. So you decide <laughs> to join the Hoshidan siblings, and then you kill Garen, and the game ends. <laughs> Roll credits. I mean, that'd be a better story than what we're presented with. But um, I gotta say, Devin, you're not sounding like an expert here. Yeah, Devin. It's almost, well, it's almost like you didn't you read the story, like you said. Yeah, you I'm, I'm quizzing you guys right now. So then, uh, uh -huh. you just sage guy named azama azana and he's like i'm a good guy characters azama is like i'm a good guy and he's like oh that's cool i like good guys and then he's like just kidding i'm evil and then you're like that 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 really hurts me emotionally then he's like just kidding i'm good again uh that that that's right right that happens i mean kind of you, know you didn't skip a chapter but sure with? I don't remember. No, okay. didn't think so. <laughs> I was also reading the story at this point, as I did with Allegedly. the entire. Allegedly, how do you not know why he was evil? <laughs> I was reading the story, but I completely <laughs> forgot the plot of this chapter. Well, because I read the, I read that shit like five months ago at this point. So I mean, this is you know. Yeah, honestly, my, I read my, the story too. I don't remember any of this shit. So I. Yeah, my but my I wasn't memory the goes keeper. back like my memory goes back like five hours max. So I mean, this is. I'm surprised you can make it to five hours. That's kind of impressive. I just you. have for I, the I notes know. in my story. I just wrote they just have you go over to a place and then get ambushed, and that happens like 13 times. And it does ends. happen a bunch of times. Then they introduce the faceless, which are what are they? they're like Garen zombies or something? Does Garen control the faceless? I don't they're, even they're remember. Sort of manifestation Why do they attack you so much in Conquest? Know. Then yeah. I don't know. And they were also they, introduced in the. Uh, prologue the first yeah, I, yeah they're they're in conquest way more than they're in birthright aren't they from what i remember i don't know. same amount actually i think they're both three or four chapters each really okay yeah. um i'm gonna be honest this is first of all yeah obviously i skipped through pretty much all the story i i did like 11 chapters and i was like okay i can't take this anymore and i should try and actually finish the game so i mashed the start button as hard and as fast as possible. And it was an infinitely better experience because of that. Um, this is kind of one of those stories from what I remember where like shit just kind of happens and then you just end up in a place. It's like, oh, cool. Leo's here. I guess we'll kill Leo. Oh, great. It's Camilla. Well, we're not going to kill her because, you know, she's the waifu. And then Elise dies because she like jumps in front of a sword or something. Does Xander kill her? I don't even remember. Yes. Yes, Sandra does kill her. Yeah. All right. He's like swiping at corn, and then Elise just goes like, "No!" and get down, Mister President. Yeah. yeah, get down, Mister President. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was being glib, but like Birthright, especially, really is just about going to places and getting ambushed. Like that's a staple of a lot no, of other fireball games. But other games also mix in you doing things proactively, like ever. No, this right. one kind of struggles with that. From place to place in this birthright yeah. and proactive are not words that go together especially yeah. corin and proactive i mean i guess it is in character because <laughs> this corin. is the same corin that just like ended up with a bunch of strangers who were like you're our brother help us fight a war against your family and he's like well, okay to be fair to be fair we talked about that last time where the alternative was staying with the evil dad who was obviously trying to kill him and super evil so see this like... is why joining smash is the canonical answer it just makes the most sense from a character perspective <laughs> True, it, it is canonically accepted that he just says, fuck all this shit, I'm out. Yeah. Y'all yeah, deal with your own problems, first, I'm done. Yeah, first half of the game is... I'm gonna go be broken until big, Bayonetta comes out. <laughs> yeah, first half of the game is a 
basically big Scooby-Doo chase trying to find where Ryoma is, and that's oh, yeah. how, where yeah. how, oh, how, that's right. Right, because right, Ryoma's like, missing. What, chapter like thirteen, you get him. Yeah, chapter yeah. So about the first half of the game is spent just going from place to place, asking people where is Ryoma, and they're like, "Have you seen this lobster?" Which, you know, and, to be and, fair, and, if I were in Corn shoes, I might do that too, because Ryoma breaks the rest of the game over his lobster-clad knee. So, like, uh, yeah, if, if you want to win a war, that's probably the way to do it. Right. He's also drafted the him, supposed like next in line king for yeah. He is also CEO. like the king, which is like that's kind of a big deal. So, but then after that, then it's just them just basically sneaking around all the way to get into the Nor capital, and the, just mm. that very long process of them trying to be very sneaky with a very well, they large also army. The, the rainbow. Yeah, they they, uh, they get a one-time teleportation use, and right. they use yes, it to go to and from the Rainbow Sage, and not right, anything because, else. Yeah, they get ambushed by uh, Leo as they're just going through the forest, and, Leo, and beat, beat Leo, and then Leo's like, alright, you know, I trust you guys now. And then he sends them to the Rainbow... He teleports them to the Rainbow Sage, who then powers up Corrin, and then he, he teleports Ryoma's entire... <laughs> Corrin and Ryoma's entire army deeper into Noor. They also try to assassinate a sovereign ruler at a peaceful event in a neutral nation because Birthright yeah. Corn is just a <laughs> war criminal. That. Yeah, that did kind of happen, huh? Yeah. Ooh. That did kind of happen. They, they tried to kill Garen. When it was Garen who deserves opera. it, but he was like in a neutral hmm. country at the opera, and they're like, this is a great chance to assassinate him. It's like, we're yeah, just going to kill this it, dude. It failed. But because oh, that's in a neutral country? Yeah. yeah. So Kenzie is like neutral. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and that fails because since very early on, and the reason why Izano was evil was because he was being uh, impersonated by an evil guy named Zola, who they don't kill. Oh, right. And Zola, and my he... favorite character who they have a whole arc of hey, you're terrible, Korid, and he's like, oh, I'll prove you wrong, you're gonna live and see my deeds, and then everyone kind of warms up to him, and he saves Takumi that one time, it's like, oh, maybe he's okay, and he's like, ah, I actually am still evil, and then Garen's like, okay, but you actually suck, and then just kills him, yeah. and you sit, and he's like, oh, maybe Korid was right, and you sit there going, what was the point of all this? Yeah. <laughs> Why did we just yeah. waste, like, three chapters worth of character development we could have given to the rest of the cast to this nope. nothing character that just gets killed and nothing comes of it. Because Nor bad. Of, they really got to make sure we know Nor bad. But speaking yeah. of, Hoshid and Royals kind of get nothing. The Nor ones are way more interesting, I think. Well, Takumi gets a lot here. It's more uh, Hanoka and Sakura don't really get anything. Takumi yeah, gets get a lot because, you know, the whole possession thing and whatnot. And trust. Yeah, because he's and, possessed in this one too, right? Isn't that another yeah. thing? Where, like, he's, he's always is. Been, yeah, he's, he's possessed. He's possessed. Actually, I don't yeah. think is he. Is he actually ended up. It gets it gets resolved. It gets resolved in birthright earlier, though, doesn't it? Than all the other it, paths. No, it's 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 it looks like it gets resolved earlier, but then it's revealed throughout. One of the reasons why they keep getting ambushed is because there's like a spy and whatnot, which turns mm. out it's just oh, because yeah. Iago has been you know possessing Takumi, who then feeds yeah. them information. Which doesn't get resolved until the very like two chapters before the end. Yeah, Takumi shoots Corin and says, "I'm the spy." <laughs> yeah, well, no, he hold he holds Azura hostage when he's possessed at the very end, and then yeah, but yeah, Takumi's just possessed in all of it, and all. Then there's the trust issue, and then Ryoma, obviously he's the king and whatnot, and has a lot. But yeah, Hanoka and Sakura effectively have sort of nothing aside from yeah. eating the Scooby Doo chase at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. So one thing I want to address, because I have seen this, is that I, you know, I've heard 
from some people that Birthright is just a normal Fire Emblem story. It's not ambitious, but it's, like, fine. Um, and I want to dispute that, because there are a lot of things that make it worse than something that's pretty basic, like FE6 or whatever. Mm. Uh, we've talked about some of them, the lack of proactivity for the characters. Um, another one that's worth mentioning is that Nor, the, you know, the quote-unquote evil country in Birthright, is way more boringly, one-dimensionally evil in Birthright than anything like Burn or Dayan or Grotto or any of those fucking places. The only sympathetic characters from Nor sort of is Elise and some of the other siblings to a much lesser extent, and they're mostly portrayed as just idiots, which is also true of some characters like Camus or whatever, but they don't really seem to have much motivation except, I don't know, we just keep doing shit, keep helping Garen for no reason. It's very clumsily put together. I think it's worth comparing to something like Awakening, which, despite having a middle act that had nothing to do with the rest of the game, was otherwise, you know, quietly competent, doing its own simple story, you know, bonds, ties, whatever. It's all about that. It's all tied into a theme, even if it's pretty surface level. Birthright doesn't really have any of that. It's just kind of a slapdash mess of events, and then it ends. It's, I about, think... it's about family. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Live life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I agree with you, Husser. I, I've said many times, I said it in our chats, I've said that this game is kind of like a nothing burger. And I think when you look at the grand picture of like the three games, Birthright lost a lot of the story because all the important plot points and revelations happen in Revelation. So they can't resolve any of that here effectively, and they can't really go into that character development because that's all reserved for that game. And then Conquest has all of the more nuance to Nor and what goes on there. And I'm, by new, I'm saying nuance loosely because you know, yeah, yeah. nuance is not don't go hand no. in hand. No. But no. it just feels you know, like they were left with nothing. Just going, oh, poor Hoshido, let's go beat up the bad guys. And they kind of just run with it. And like you were saying, like when we did the Awakening stuff, I was like, you know what? I've been really harsh in Awakening in the past. I think a lot of the story stuff is better than I gave it credit for. It's not amazing. It's passable. It's pretty good at points, but this just feels like nothing. It's just soup. It's just plain soup. They forgot the bread. They forgot to even keep it warm. It's just there. The it's plot is never connected dialogue. by because. It's always and then. Like and then they go over here and then they get ambushed and then they go somewhere else and then they get ambushed. Yeah. It's there's no connective thread. I mean, Fates as a whole has a problem with a bunch of, like, random chapters dicking around in neutral countries, accomplishing seemingly very little. But I think Birthright might have it the worst. Well, the, the connective thread, you know, it's like I said before, the first half is them trying to find Ryoma. That's the connective thread for that. And then the connective thread for the second half is them trying to sneak into the capital, basically, to kill kill Garen. And just that that's that's the sort of loose connective thread for that. You know, in retrospect, they didn't really do that great of a job of sneaking because they had to like kill like the entire Nor army. They they, they didn't just, really like, sneak very yeah. well. Yeah, no, so they, yeah, they, 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 they well they didn't the storm our way to the capital in an open battle instead. I struggle to imagine how any of the maps would have changed. Yeah, maybe some so, yeah. of the cutscenes, but yeah, because they end up in the first they sneak in through the back streets and they get ambushed by a bunch of thieves. Which all right, they're a bunch of thieves. They're not the army, but then. In the underground, then they're ambushed by Camilla, who's found that who's found them out. But then they somehow enter into the middle of the training ground, 
and against Han. Yeah, from for reasons they just yeah, kind of just... end up there. Their that's, underground that's just path just the... gets them there. Yeah, somehow the secret tunnel from the underground after they beat Camilla just leads directly into the middle of the training ground. Which would mean that Camilla presumably sent all of her forces through there. Either that or they fucked up in getting there. I don't know. It, it yeah. was done so that Hans could kill Lilith, and that that's really about it. Right. Oh, right, Lilith was in this game. It was done so that Hans could kill Lilith, and then Lilith dies. Right. But then, then they're, then they're at, already at the palace then, but aside... Right. It's ma- it's mainly that dumb <laughs> in the middle of the training grounds, <laughs> but so we're all kind of in agreement that you know you're not you're gonna probably use that start button after your first playthrough of this game. You're not you're assuming not really you haven't around. fallen asleep trying to read the cutscenes. Yeah, you might. It, it could be. Go ahead and say, and this is not something I would say for Awakening or FE8 or even FE6. I'm gonna go ahead and say for this game, just press that start button the first playthrough. It's okay. Yeah, I agree. I give you permission. Uh, I, I wouldn't I would, fault I would, someone would for giving it a shot, but like if you get partway through the store and you're like, I just genuinely don't care what's happening, just just run it down. Yeah. Just, like the, the first time skip. you have the impulse to hit that start button, just hit it and just don't do look it. back. Yeah. I I would say all of these games, even if they're story wise different flavors of bad are at least worth giving a shot because for some people this is their cup of tea and this is the kind of game they would like but if you do if you get to the point where you're like yeah i don't care for any of this just skip it there's no shame in it well i mean the video game is a lot of fun i don't think any of the three stories are very good but yeah different flavors of bad for all three of them but there i mean there are people who will stand by and defend those and you could hypothetically be one of those people but if you are not do not feel bad about skipping so many other people do yeah there, there's some yeah. real birthright stands. I remember there was this one guy that kept posting, like, how could they even have the conquest route? Because it's so stupid to imagine that Corrin would ever choose Nor. There's no reason to do it. It doesn't make any sense. Birthright is the ultimate path. And, you know, to wow. be fair to him, that is pretty much how Birthright Corrin acts. All right. Well, but, again, goes back to the super evil, obviously, evil dad yeah. <laughs> with Garen, which yeah. one of the. F- I guess premise the problems with the premise, but at the same time, you don't have the obviously evil dad. Then why would you pick Birthright? <laughs> yeah, but. Stockholm syndrome. That's true. Uh, should we? It so also, do we? Do we have anything else to say about the story, or should we get into? I will just mention. Gameplay? I'm sure this is true in every route, but it hit me here because I was playing this one. It's got the telltale problem where the root split means that whoever characters you don't side with just immediately become huge assholes about it with no understanding <laughs> at all. Um, it's a bit more understanding with Nor because it's like an active betrayal of by someone they knew. But even then, they're like immediately trying to kill you in the root split chapter. Uh, it's, it's not a good look. And the fact that it happens to all of the sibling characters because two roots exist means that they're all capable of turning on you on a dime and trying to murder you like two seconds after. You're Which, gonna love. Well, you're gonna love the first few chapters of Revelations. That's true. Revelations. It is absolute nonsense. Technically, there is a lore explanation for that in Revelation. In that, uh, <laughs> what are they possessed by this brain and also for like general madness? In that, uh, and what's what's his name? Anakos or whatever. Anakos, yeah. And through through his through his mystical powers, influencing the world. And making everyone sort of uh, more irrational and bloodthirsty to 
fuel conflict, which for our listeners out there, I have a great analogy. If you've ever played Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, there's like this whole story going on where there's a thing called the rage, where people just get like super angry and glow yellow, and they become strong (laughs) enough to like beat up Superman. And that's the explanation for why everyone acts irrationally and fights one another. And I just like to think of it like that. That's a deep right, cut, Darren. Let's, let's go with that, but without the superpowers that can fight Superman. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's I think that's about it in terms of story stuff for us to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Move on to sort of gameplay and draft experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Now, since Devin, since you you just finished two hours ago. How how did your draft go? <laughs> um, overall it went pretty well. I'll say for most of the game, I was like, "Wow, this is way easier than I remember being." I I, I think it was actually a little bit easier than Awakening for me in in some scenarios. But the last like five or six chapters, it's not like crushingly difficult, but they definitely like kind of. There's a big difficulty spike. I, you I can don't definitely coast for a while in the mid game. The yeah, final few exactly. chapters, they definitely pick up the yeah, once, yep. once Once you get to the underground with Camilla's bombardment, then it's like, oh. oh yeah, that you one, can't and then just the one where you have to kill Hans. I think that was my first reset was on that chapter. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait, actually, I just realized I've got a note about this. Uh, I didn't have any flyers uh, during the snow map, so I had to, uh, like, the ice uh, so, you had, so you actually had to use the dragon vein? <laughs> Yeah, well, that actually made it, like, a fun puzzle. Like, honestly, that was probably, gameplay-wise, the time I enjoyed Birthright the most. Because without Flyers, that whole map is basically a puzzle you have to figure out. Uh, But it's still, like, Fire Emblem gameplay. It's not stupid shit, like, shoveling for treasure. Uh, It's it's twisting the main gameplay without breaking it. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, But that was because I didn't have a Flyer. If I had Tsubaki, then it just would be a normal map, so... What's Only not Fire Emblem gameplay, however, is that one lava map where you have to like hit the dragon vein on the side. Oh yeah, you just do coin orb. flips. Well, it's what it's whatever hand is raised. Yeah, it's whatever hand he's holding the orb thing in. Um, what I, I wasn't paying attention. I was just like hitting orbs the first time I did that map, and I hit the wrong one. Are you just like screwed at that point? Because there's I don't. I no, you can, so you have to like. There's like reinforcements, and if you beat all the reinforcements, you can hit the other one. Yeah, so oh, you're, you're just okay. stuck there for a few turns, basically. I didn't notice that, so I just reset then. That that's another dumb one. This game, especially with Revelation, obviously, this game has a lot of like weird little puzzle interactive kind of trying to change the genre of what Fire Emblem is, and most of the time it does not work. But I kind of like the idea in principle of Dragon Vein. From what I remember, it works a lot better in Conquest. Um, We'll have to get into that. No, but my, my I mean my draft overall went pretty well. I went uh Oni Savage or Oni Chieftain Corin. I did that. Any too. of you guys? You did that too? Yeah. Um it was that work really bad. You? It was like terrible, suboptimal. My Corin could not even one round things for like the last third of the game. I had to turn him into a backpack because he sucked that much. Yeah, um, I, I, I should have gone another class, but I'd never tried it before. And I don't know, it was kind of fun. My carry unit. Of all of my units, actually ended up being Hayato, who, since I'm in a draft, you can funnel XP into him more, and he just got ridiculously beefy, and he is, I think his personal, or one of his skills makes him gain EXP faster, so he started snowballing, and I put him into Basara first to get Rent Heaven, and then I switched him to Sage, or Onmyoji, <laughs> whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Onmyoji, yeah. 
Yeah, he he put in work. Horse spirit is horse spirit is that's, yeah, horse, yeah. horse spirit is so broken. <laughs> I'll get to that when I talk about mine. It was horse spirit the video game. Yeah, my so I I had a fun team. I had a lot of magic users and stuff. I had three ninjas because I had Kaz, Kaze, Saizo, and Asugi. Kaze, as per usual, great early game. Then kind of by end of mid game falls off. At least that's always been my experience with him. He he just does not have enough strength to to do what needs to be done. Saizo's quite good. He can get speed screwed, but if you give him some speed wings and, you know, give him a good backpack. I ended up marrying Corrin to him. Uh, Saizo's awesome. I know people consider him like mini Ryoma, kind of. Um, which I guess is apt. I mean, he's probably not as good as Ryoma still, but he's... If he's you want to get deal. super technical into the weeds, uh, like all three ninjas are like seen as like generally equal to Ryoma when given the investment. Yeah, yeah. Because I think stats-wise, Kagura is probably the best now, but she she just get her the latest. Bulk-wise, but I mean, she, she starts with 15 strength, which is literally Kaze's ninja strength gap. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, continue. Anyway, yeah, no, I mean, ninja, Ninja's busted. We all know Ninja's busted. Shurikens are just ridiculous. For all, like, for What's Asugi, I was like... debuffs. I know, I know. For Asugi, I was like, I, I'd like to use him in something else, but I looked at his other class options, and it's like, why, why in God's name would I not pick Ninja here? Like, do I really want Master of Arms? Like, Great Knight Hell Unmounted, yeah. basically? Yeah. Or, or Blacksmith <laughs> or something? Hey, like, man, don't knock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now but but Hayato carried um Rajat ended up being pretty solid for me as well. I married him to Felicia. Uh and I did Rajat. I, I put her into Onmyoji to get Tome Fair, then last minute I switched her. I probably didn't even need to, but last minute I switched her to Valkyrie or strategist, excuse me. Um, which was my single mounted unit. <laughs> um, I did have Midori, who I recruited late. And uh, I turned her into a Kinshi Knight and did absolutely nothing. Nice. Um, I also like legitimately used Kana for I think the first time ever. And holy shit, Kana sucks ass. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Oni Savage Kana especially sucks ass. I, in see, general, I just in I just kept Morgan. Kana. Yeah, yeah, I just kept Kana as uh, Hoshida Noble, and the most he did was just like get one big burst of damage off with the Dragonstone, and that, and that was it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I kind of tried to get the children good, but it was just a lot of effort for something that was totally unhelpful and it didn't even work. They still weren't good after all the effort I put in. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think the other other unit I can you remember at least that I had. I had a Zama. Um I have never like actually used a Zama before. I always just used like Sakura as my staff bot. Um how did just, how did everything go? I honestly Zama's a really fun unit. Like, I mean, he's a staff bot, so he's going to be good. But he has, like, he, he has weird growths because he has a lot of strength and a lot of speed. But, like, decent magic. Not terrible, but decent. So I put him into Spearmaster just for fun because I'd never used anyone in that class before. And, I mean, he would have been way better if he didn't start with E. Yeah. Lances. <laughs> but that's, his, that's his downfall. <laughs> yeah. That's that's every unit's downfall. The fact that E weapons even exist, bronze weapons are just such garbage. I mean, it's the same thing in Awakening. Like iron is not great, but you know they're they're decent. But Jesus Christ, the bronze brass stuff is is just horrible. 
Yeah, well, that, that's that's done to sort of uh, limit recasting in a way that so you have to. Yeah, no, I, I understand why they do it, but I feel like at that point, if you're going to have reclass and be an option, and sure, they'll sort of limit heart seals, but you know, once you get to a certain point of the game, you can basically get as many as you want. I, I just feel like I don't know. We don't need E weapon ranks anymore. We can we can start with D. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. Uh, my boy Azama did not. He was he was a bachelor for life. I did not have enough female characters to go around, so <laughs> he did not. It's just like one of my Jaden. college parties. <laughs> yeah, right. So 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 he was uh, you basically. <laughs> real life. Yeah, very true. Um, <laughs> childless. Uh, I don't know, but overall, I had fun. Uh, it's kind of silly, mindless for a lot of it, but you know, it's it's like. Slightly less design, well designed awakening, but at the same time better designed. Because as we talked about last episode, like the pair ups way better in this game. There's a lot more to think about, and there's a lot more systems. I think um, is fun. Try a little more than awakening. Uh, they don't always yeah. succeed, but I do think that is at least something to differentiate it. I mean, even the fact that enemies can be paired up is is just a big improvement because sometimes oh, sure. those paired up yeah. enemies can can be a little bit threatening. Um, yeah, I, I really wish I had mounted units. <laughs> <laughs> the that downfall nice. of every draft. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I I really could have just gone like Paladin or Malignite or whatever Corrin, but I was like, I'm gonna do Oni Savage because I've never done that before, and I don't know if my experience was quite as bad as Husser's, but I mean, it was not. It was not fun. <laughs> it wasn't amazing. Had to, had, to, had, to, had to boost him up with the magic, give him all the dust. And give him a bolt axe. I mean, I it was birthright. I had Rioma. So. I didn't need a good Corrin, so it was fine. But Corrin himself sucked. Yeah. 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 I had plenty of experience with using an Oni Savage, and they're pretty good if you can do it right. I, I Basically, can, just bolt axe. That's yeah, what I yeah, did, I but it was only good for Chip. He couldn't double anything. You had to give the right. You had, you had to give him the pair up, too. And you can't crit with it either, right? And you can't proc skills. It's, it, I mean, yeah. that's that's. Fine. I mean, that's given the and, yeah, and but... given the enemy stats for birthright, even on lunatic, that's still fine. Yeah. But, Other than yeah. Garen, which we'll get into, that that's such a weird difficulty spike. I did not remember that whatsoever. Yeah, well, we can, we can talk about it later because I've. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Keegan, since you also finished like an hour or no you finished like uh, i finished i finished today i okay. i had everything but the last yeah, like two, two chapters. hours before me <laughs> well yeah i had everything but the last two chapters done and i was gonna for when you delayed it the first time i was like i'll just do it on the day of and then we waited like two more weeks so i was like oh okay i'll just still do it on the day of so i did yeah uh, i spent like an hour on the last two chapters but um yeah my draft went a bit better than i expected um Anna was a very worthwhile investment. She hard carried the shit out of me. She was easily my best unit. I uh, I went with um, um, Diviner for Corin so that uh, she could reclass into a, a class that's like actually good that can use her magic. And so she went Diviner and then into Omni OG. Then when she hit, um, she got level fifteen for the the oh, Tome Fair. Fair. I yeah. moved her. Yep, I moved her over to Strategist since it's just the same class. It's you gain like. Or you lose like a like a random stat point, but you gain like two move to do it. It's like strictly yeah. better than Diviner, basically. Yeah. And because she had a plus one move from her um from being an outlaw. Or yeah, yeah. She had plus one move from that. I gave her one of the boots because I felt like it, and then she just had ten move and uh 
and then horse spirit and then capped magic and speed and it was not quite capped speed but she was ridiculously good um see i had subaki subaki was just a flyer i've usually had pretty good experience with subaki either if i if he gets screwed it's either on like strength or speed because those growths kind of are iffy with him but he did pretty all right on this he had um rinka for the pair up so i mean he had no real shortage of strength uh rinka was pretty good she fell off a little bit towards the end once once hp pools started getting a lot bigger and he had like 60 hp um like berserkers and whatnot she couldn't what like quite rinka even want class wise um she she goes on a chieftain yeah. and uh yeah. rinka's actually as a unit she's really cool her her passive or her personal skill is probably one of the best in the game in my opinion it's you just have to be damaged and then you deal four more damage per hit and if you can give her a speed that's pair up, that's eight more damage. Yeah, you do that. Give her like, give her like some spirit dust. Give her like a magic tonic, and then a, a bolt axe, and she can put in a lot of work. And she's one of the very few uh, units in Birthright that's actually genuinely bulky. Like her physical defense is really good, so you can throw her at a lot of enemies that would otherwise be scary, and she can like take three or four hits from. Like Berserkers, very little on my team could take a hit from them because i had like pegasus knights archers and tome users so i either had to dodge or just not engage at all but rinka yeah. was like the one exception because she could take like three or four hits from them and it wasn't a big deal i've never seriously uh, used her I, it'd be fun She's i've used her a few times i i i mean she got a pretty bad rep at the start but once people kind of figured yeah. out where where she was good and how you can use her a trick that you can do with rinka if you um use an HP tonic in battle, you don't gain the HP on top of it. So, like, on turn one, yeah. you can just hold an HP tonic, and then you have lost five HP because you're not at full health anymore. So that's an e- like guaranteed way you can activate your uh, your personal skill without having to get into combat. So that was kind of helpful from time to time, just depending on the map. Uh, let me see what else did I have. Oh, yeah, Setsuna. Setsuna was kind of interesting. I went with, um because I didn't have a ninja, I reclassed her to ninja, and she was kind of like Akaze with extra steps. But she also had um, quick draw from Archer. And then I, um, so, I mean, she had the same strength issues that you'd expect from Setsuna and from like Kaze, where you just don't have enough damage. Um, in most cases, she, she'd get a little bit strength lucky, but in a lot of cases, it would be like she would have just barely enough damage on player phase to kill. So I couldn't really leverage enemy phase quite as much because she wouldn't be able to kill stuff with even with like a steel shuriken. But um, and then after that, I went with uh, mechanist on her because then she got her bow back and got more movement and a little bit more base strength, and it was surprisingly good. I was hoping to leverage uh, replicate a bit more, but I didn't really get a chance to because she got it like in the last couple chapters. But yeah, worked better than I expected it to. I was kind of expecting her to just be kind of a throwaway pick because I picked her like second to last, but yeah, she went. She did pretty okay. Uh, who else did I have? I had um, Takumi. He did Takumi things. He one shot bunch of ninjas he just fujin yumi's really good as far as bows are bows do pretty well in fates in general even if this game is a bit more enemy phase based he still was pretty good does fujin yumi have close counter on it i don't know uh no it does not it doesn't yeah no no he was just very he was he's very very good on player phase but he again like any other bow just sucks on enemy phase yeah he just if he doubles an enemy they're kind of screwed fujin yumi uh there's he has he suffers no terrain penalties so he can yeah he can walk on water. Yeah, that's why he is passive in Heroes. Yeah. Then I didn't remember. Yeah, that. Yeah. That, that, that's that's that is. Uh, talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they decided to make it reference the weapon a little bit too much, but I mean, like yeah. a fourteen or a thirteen or fourteen might bow on like uh, chapter like ten when you get him is just really good because that's like 
silver weapon stats and the chapter he joins is just a bunch of ninjas for him to farm yeah he was mm-hmm. he was pretty good he he did takomi things um what else did i have yeah i had scarlet <laughs> yes who else do i have oh the kids they yeah. were there uh i used kana for once um kana's sole purpose was to be a stat backpack for anna so that i could have so corin and anna or anna could have separate stat backpacks that didn't have to be paired yeah, with each yeah. other so i could have my best units like independent of each other that was her entire purpose well almost her entire purpose until i fed her three arm scrolls and she used the hexing rod on the final boss see that's always the struggle with using the kids in a draft like this because like none of the kids really have supports with like the random you know units yeah. that you have that have kind, you kind of, fallen of off. you either have to pair them with another kid or one of their parents yeah th- th- or th- i just will say that this... they're not getting support bonuses Going going back and playing um, Fates, this is the game where I feel like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like supports matter. I remember back in the day, people would always be like, "Oh, who you know, who are you pairing your people with?" And a Blazing Blade. It's like, dude, supports make almost no difference in that game if you're Earth or Anima or whatever. But in this game, since there is the parrot mechanic, and they're literally, as you said, stat backpacks. You just click a button, and they can get you know five more magic or strength or speed or whatever it, it the, makes the, much more of an impact yeah and, and the sharing of classes yeah uh we'll yes say, uh, exactly radiant dawn support system technically is, was i guess really the first really relevant support uh game or game with the relevant mm-hmm. support system but that's mostly just due to the ease of the, that system yeah that one's yeah. also that, clearly a gameplay mechanic yeah that's that's, that's entire, something yeah. hmm. That's something I'll compliment this game on, though, because as and you know, maybe we'll get into it. The, the children mechanic. Listen, I think even the people who are big, big Fates fans are like, yeah, it's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> like, it doesn't make it is, any it sense. It is very stupid in this game. It's but very I mean, stupid. it's the, it's still a fun gameplay mechanic, but story wise, sure. it makes no sense. But um, no, they, I mean, they, even even more so than Awakening, because from what I remember everyone kind of supports with each other in awakening more so than in this game um but either way since since even the easiest route in this game is a little bit more challenging than awakening uh it makes those supports matter which is a mechanic that clearly people have you know even more casual players have always been really really drawn to and it makes sense it's cool to have this army that you're you know interacting with and seeing how they interact with with each other and building relationships so having that have a much more significant and relevant gameplay impact, I think, is is a smart change. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add okay. to your playthrough, Keegan? Um, I think that about covers uh, you, You're missing one. I just realized because oh, I'm looking at... Uh, I think we're all missing it, most likely, because I don't even oh. think I recruited my boy. Yeah, oh, you can free. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I never used him, him at all, because I didn't I recruited see him. that. I, I recruited him, and uh, I made him into a backpack for Scarlet. He didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, he did benefit from Scarlet's uh, extra strength if I needed him to like just shoot at something with a bow or something. He didn't do a whole lot. He was he was present. He was there. Being present, being present that just means he guarantees plus five hit to everyone. That yeah, that was he just, that he just needs to show up. Just that tiny is, little bit of consistency was is all. Is that his for. personal? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is his it's personal. a leadership star. So it's yeah, like... basically, basically. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I mean, hey, how do you how do you recruit him? Because I thought you got him automatically, but I no, have, you have to in, get in the, the have, in the my castle. You have to upgrade one of the like puppet dolls to level three. Uh okay. I just honestly, I completely forgot about the character, and then I just understand. I'm like, oh yeah, understandable, <laughs> understandable. Yeah, he was 
It's okay, Yukimura you can just use present. him next time in Revelation or Conquest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Next time. So yeah. does my does my uh, does my victory does my completion of the game technically not count now because you have to root everyone? Yeah. I didn't need <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So close. You know what? I'll I'll yeah. take that hit just to deprive Devin again. It's <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was so close this time. So close, but not next enough. Time. Yeah. All right, continue. Next time. <laughs> All right, who's up All next? Right. Uh, I'll I'll jump in. Sure. Okay. Because sure. Uh, I had Rioma, so none of my units <laughs> matter like at all. Um, yeah, you could you could just stop. This, and this I is had your Rioma first, and that's your summary. Yeah. This is your first Rioma experience, is it not? So my first Rioma experience and my first birthright experience. So it's how fitting was Rioma together? Um, he made playing the game a lot like playing Awakening with sorcerers. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, got for, I got a question for you, Huster. Since you had Orochi, how many armor knights or great knights did you capture? <laughs> uh, I had a rotation. I usually had about two at a time or one. Wolf, I had I captured one named Wolfgang or Wolfgang or whatever <laughs> um, at the beginning of the game that made it all the way to the end because they're such amazing backpacks. They give you move and defense. It's the shit. Yeah, um, the I can't wait for conquest, great. honestly, because like birthright is very enemy phase focused i'm just oh, you you know, chucking rioma as far forward yeah. as he goes yeah what the um, hell and then hit that's, that should not be allowed no, no it, we it, talked it about this. we let him happen <laughs> we yeah. let him do it yeah we i i, I advised us like into hey it. here's here's a cool here's a cool unique gameplay strategy you can do and Hustler yeah. was like here sure, pretend you're playing thracia we we decided this True. before the draft to be like that just you know ups their utility and then you factor yeah. it accordingly um, That's yeah. important. You know, I've never really messed around with capture too much in this game. It sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Not this time. Um, I can't Maybe wait to use it in Conquest when it'll actually matter. But honestly, even in Birthright, just having someone you can throw in the meat grinder if you really need to is pretty mm -hmm. good. Just yeah. have just have an, have Armor Knight like one of seven. Just like, all right, you have yeah. you have lived your purpose. <laughs> My die. big mistake or that I won't make again was that in the second half of the game, I mostly captured good uh, promoted units, which meant that, that it took, longer. like, yeah. way too long to actually recruit them from the prison. So I basically was using the same ones from early game while I was just filling up the prison more and more and still not getting them. <laughs> Can they level uh, up? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, have yeah, they the, level up. They're normal they units, have growth basically. and everything? Technically, they have, like, generic growth. growth. Yeah, they have yeah, generic uh, growth. Their growths are lower overall, but... Um, but the way you want to do it is capture them at level 10 and then promote them yourself. Because if you capture, like, mm. a great knight, it'll take way the fuck too long to get them out of the prison. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another question I have for you guys. Did you guys promote at 20 here, or did you just do kind of nope. 10 or 15? I, I did 20 for everyone, and most of my characters were near max by the end. Uh, wow. for, my for my carries, I, had, I went to 20 for everyone else. Yeah. Like 15 or something. I think... Yeah. Anna my carry was Rioma, so when... <laughs> everyone else I promoted early. I think Literally, Anna and Goran were close to 20, but that's about for it. For 80% of this game, the only characters I had access to were Jacob, Hinoka, Corin, Oboro, and eventually like their children. So they were all... Mm -hmm. They were, they were 20 whether you I, wanted it to be or not. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, like they just had so many people to kill. Like They were all going get, <laughs> to get there. Um, so Orochi's capture was fun. I hated her as a character. She all she talks about is horoscopes and like Corin's mom, um, which was especially <laughs> weird because I took Sheffin's that's not like, your caring and build advice, 
uh, which meant that I paired her with Corin, which made it especially strange that all she knew how to talk about was his mom. Like, Jesus, there's enough incest in this game. Come on, guys. Um, so yeah, I hated Orochi the character, but it was cool to capture people, and she could one around everything all the time. So, you know, that's cool. Uh, magic. Based horse spirit. She's yeah. kind of she's kind of like your Lilina, if I remember, because she's really high match but doesn't have the best speed. No, it's like fifty some, I think. It's yeah. And also I mean, she spirit. did. She <laughs> benefited from pair ups to boost speed a lot. Um, yeah. Without it, she wasn't as great. Um, Caden was good for that. Um, he was the real glow up of the playthrough. Like he's the only character who was really frustrating and bad, and then I actually put the time in, and then he became good. Everyone else either stayed mm. bad or started good. Um, who is this? Kaden? This is Caden, who is the... Fox. Uh, the beast. Kitsune. The fox the man. Yeah, the fox boy. Yeah, and I, I paired him with Azura, I think, just because they were left over. You can. You can um, and that support is actually hilarious, uh, because Azura's like, oh my god, I think it's I'm a so furry. Fluffy. This is horrible. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> An um, understandable that, reaction. Really that's like legitimately one of my favorite supports in the entire series, and it's in fucking birthright of all places. So <laughs> everyone should go read that. It's really funny. Did um, you keep him in Kitsune or did you reclass? You can reclass the Kitsune? No, I just kept him in it. Um, oh. Yeah, you know, it's only one range, but he outsped everything. And once his strength was high enough to one round, it was pretty simple. He also, you know, it was a good pairing because a lot of characters need speed and he needed strength for a while, so I could just pair yeah. him up and then switch if someone's health got low. Um, yeah, he was he was pretty good. And Hana was also pretty good, just like, can just run around uh, one-rounding everything. I paired her with Ryoma. Uh, I don't know why. It was very redundant. I didn't reclass her either. Yeah, the it, it was a very lazy playthrough. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of build changing. Uh, mostly because I had Ryoma, so I didn't have to <laughs> Do anything else? Yeah, really. Didn't Why didn't he go blacksmith? Much. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Shigure was there. He could fly and heal, so you know it's always nice. That's but Shigure. really, I don't know why I'm talking about anyone else because once I got Ryoma, he just soloed the rest of the game basically. Um, I say so it got to the point, and this happened in Awakening too. Come to think of it, but I just stopped deploying anyone else. I just made Corin his backpack <laughs> and had him just beat the level. That's mm -hmm. what I. Did what, you give him an final... internal seal? Uh, no, a what? Gonna... No, the Eternal no, Seals? No <laughs> well, you can get it like in the last couple chapters. It would have been funny. There, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you can level up past 20 with like a certain oh. item that you get in the shop. Yeah, you well, get five extra good. levels, I think, right? Yeah, you get yeah, five more. It costs, like, it costs like 12 It's stupid expensive. Yeah. But, but there's, there's you get so much money in this game, you don't even know what to do with. I didn't remember how. Get ready for much... that not to be the case in the next one of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know how you guys beat the final Garen boss, but for me, um, I just I slapped a Corin backpack on Ryoma and just had him camp up at the top, and I had to just heal every turn, so I just exhausted him of all of the dragon veins. <laughs> I did a hexing rod, and then I reclassed Corrin to Hoshida Noble so she could use the Yato um, and actually do damage to Garen. And I nearly one-rounded him, then I finished him off with uh, Hayato, who missed his first like 80% chance and almost died, but he had Miracle, and then he hit with the second one. So that was, it was kind of oh, fun. Much. Yeah, he, he can use the hexing rod. I also, I also, yeah, I also I, use the hexing rod. <laughs> I would not, honestly, I would not have even remembered that item existed unless I saw that Keegan mentioned it in chat. And I was like, it's part oh, of why I did. Yeah. yeah, part of why I did. You got, you got to look at <laughs> the I wanted to give you a chance just... to beat the game. 
Yeah, there's an alternate timeline where yeah. Keegan never typed that in chat and Devin never finished birthright. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're you should well, be. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I still didn't because I didn't get Yukimura, so that's yeah, true. You're right, it doesn't count. Well, yeah. you wouldn't have beat the final yeah. boss if it weren't for me. Yeah. We can we can say yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, anything else you'd like to add on your playthrough, Husser? No, that's pretty much it. It was just okay. a real mistake. But I do think you know I hadn't played birthright before, so I do think I got the true birthright experience this way. That is the accurate birthright experience. Yeah, I'm right. looking at your team right now, and I hate you because I just put together that you have Camilla and Rioma. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, what the hell were you guys doing when I drafted them? <laughs> like this is this is not. Oh, you, were first. <laughs> you were you were first. Being forced to pick Anna first. I think That's anyone I anyone forced who was to first. do anything, Keegan. You made I was a forced. You forced my hand. <laughs> Still, unless you were Keegan, anyone who was first up on the order would have picked Camilla. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we I think talked everyone about was draft. planning for Conquest with the first pick. So of course, okay. yeah. Who, who, who he set up for Conquest with? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely what I was doing for sure. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> You're gonna, you know, you got Shining Bow. And, I mean, Anna's uh, really important to the Conquest meta game. Yeah. By the way, I think we said I was I was thinking about this when I was going through the game the other day. Um. I think we said not for conquest, but for rev, we can go crazy and use the uh, the different uh, class yeah. items and all that yeah, stuff, right? Fire, uh, dread fighter. I'm excited for that. The boots. Can we uh, use boots and dragon vein, whatever? Dragon, dragon herbs. Yeah, you can also use yeah. the ballista or witch stuff. Ooh, bust not the ballista Ooh. too. Sorry, hang on. I'm gonna sorry. go crazy with it. Dragon herbs. Yeah, they're they're just oh, the I'm plus so, one. I'm so sorry. Stat boosts. Oh, stat boosts. okay. Yeah. It's oh, just, I thought you were all right whatever but anyway uh, dan how was your how was your playthrough uh i had an interesting time revisiting this game because i you know back when i played this game in its japanese release i was just like so over the moon with it not knowing the story mm -hmm. and just being like oh my gosh they improved <laughs> upon awakening in every conceivable way oh my god this is amazing you lived yeah. a better As life I, then as I say, for many, there's only been a few drafts we've done where I'm like, oh, like the draft format really benefits this game. And I think for, I'd say 60, 70% of these games, the draft format just kind of brings out like weaknesses in these games or it makes certain parts like really tedious or annoying. And yeah. I think because my draft was so centered around conquest that my birthright playthrough was a bit less fun because of that, because it was just pretty much yeah. like, okay, Corin, Jacob... Hinoka, and then later Oboro, like, just go murder everything. I'll just, it was just, like, turning my... It's not necessarily to the extent of maybe Ryoma, but it was definitely a, a colossal cakewalk to the point where, like, the the game just felt like nothing to me yeah, for, you were, for yeah, so long it, until the had, end. Looking at it, you only had four units that you could use yeah. not counting. Not counting four, kids. Four direct combat units, yeah. basically. Four direct combat units, and then later on... Couple children. Uh, two, two kids... <laughs> Yeah. So oh, you got Dwyer, so you can you got Jacob and Dwyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still, so big contribution, max, Dwyer. So even even oh, a yeah. max party of what is that eight with these on? <laughs> yeah. So max, it's so. it's it's a it's a slow. It was a slow playthrough for for it's a lot of enemy phase. Let's just say <laughs> on uh, my playthrough, but like overall, like I, I I agree with you know a lot of the comments we've made. Birthright is. An improvement on awakening i do think though that i think it's partly just because i enjoy the map design of conquest so much i feel like so many of the maps here in birthright like could have been so much more and i wish they kind of 
up the ante a bit. You get a bit of hints of that yep. with some of the later chapters, but I feel like that's more more so due to enemy skills than actual how the maps are designed. Like yeah, I wish we had number more of enemies. Of that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I, like Birth Rate's kind of a weird, like, less than some of its parts thing. Because a lot of it is better than Awakening, and yet I would so much rather go back to Awakening. Yeah. I don't know. That's like, true. a lot of parts of this, partly because of my small team, like, felt just like such a slog to get through and just was, I found tedious. Like, when you play through this game vanilla and you have access to all your units, there's a lot you can do. But I think the thing that elevates Conquest so much more over Birth Rate is, like, the more puzzle solving nature of it especially with its map designs and i i'm really looking forward to that when we get to it especially mm -hmm. like with having access to paladin jacob who you know that guy is a beast and will <laughs> carry you hard although his low hp is always a thing to make you nervous if an enemy ever gets a crit or something but uh like he was solid and i i know we mentioned some of our corin uh things i did malignite with corin because i was really missing Missing that Camilla action. I'm debating about maybe doing Ninja or something else for uh, Conquest, but we'll see. Cool thing about Ninja Corn, which honestly, I don't even think I knew this until this, which is, I guess, technically my fourth Bates playthrough. Um, I had no idea that Master Ninja could use swords. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, I mean... Uh, if why would you? But you can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so if you go Ninja Corin, you can Yato still use Yato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically yeah. the I, main I, I might do case. Master Ninja just because, you know, I missed out on all the ninja action, so to speak. I mean, ninjas mm -hmm. are cool. Ninjas, ninjas are very, pretty cool. It's been proven. I, I, have uh, I, I think I'll, okay. I'll just finish off saying that the unit that surprised me the most was Aboro, who I've used before, but she was a disgusting beast like enemies who are not magic could not hurt her would you go Vasara? uh no i did i did spearmaster oh, okay she gets like so like she has such a high crit with spears and stuff and then literally her defense stat was so high that like enemies could not hurt her it was ridiculous she was just a wall right. yeah All so right. overall overall you know decent time but a bit a bit more sloggy than i was anticipating and i kind of missed the uh the sorcerer abuse I got out of Awakening with Tharja and Morgan being gross sorcerer people who could just kill yeah. everything. Well, uh, I guess then that leaves me here. And for me, uh, I, I, I had a great time <laughs> playing through it. And, uh, I, I, even, I even played through it on Lunatic. I'm pretty sure the rest of you did it on hard mode, right? Oh, did you yeah. really? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I played it on Lunatic because I was like, eh, you know, I... I know, I know this game. <laughs> like the back. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Lunatic in this game. Is it like well designed? <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. It's fun. It's it's fine. A birth better than Awakening. I play Birthright Lunatic. Yeah. It's not too but, bad. Well, yeah, because yeah, there's no there's no direct stat increase for on Lunatic for Birthright. So the enemy and stats it's not, are still. It's not like Awakening. What you is, need to constantly reset sometimes. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's skills and there's some increased enemy density in some places, but it's okay. still okay. It's, uh, so it's the, kind the, of more like Lunatic Plus, except like good. Not random. Yeah. Not random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not no random. weird broken skills. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the 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 stats not increasing is like the is like the biggest thing. So that's like all right. So then I'm not literally going up against the wall, and it's not like not like fe not like fe twelve where it's like oh. They'll literally just murder you. <laughs> the yeah, second, where you yeah, get one rounded by every single enemy. But yeah, I, I played through. I played through it on Lunatic. Um, sort of biggest thing was that uh, I did source. I did Dark Mage Corin, 
Ooh. and then married Felicia, which uh, important thing with Felicia, with, I did hero Felicia, then reclassed her into or marriage sealed into Felicia. uh sorcerer, then mm. went to strategist or strategist, and then she got like three. She got axe breaker, tome breaker. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, that's um, fun. Bow breaker. So she had three breaker skills, which was great. That sort of just made her like unkillable for against a lot of. I enemies. did not. I did not even know that Felicia could reclass to hero. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, really... her, that's her base. That, Mercenary is her base other class, so it's like, all right, that's that's, cool. that's dope. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and it's got the. She had self healing. She had increased bulk because of being a hero, which was funny when then I made her like a strategist later on in the game, and she had like twenty five HP. <laughs> strategist has like no HP bonus. <laughs> but yeah, she, so she had a lot of breaker skills, which made her fun, and subsequently made Kana like pretty okay. Just having enough breakers to like, hey, I could leave you out on like certain enemy faces and not mm. die. But is your is your goal to go? Uh... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay, right. is your goal to go um, witch Felicia and Rev? I know that was a, a strat back in the day, which is a lot potentially. Of fun. Well, we'll yeah. Rev is so far out <laughs> from where true, we're true. at in terms of all the planets. That's very so. true. Yeah. Uh, let's see, in, in terms of the rest, uh, Silas, he was perfectly he was perfectly fine. He was a Cav. He did did Cav stuff. Uh, he married. Uh, he paired up with Mozu, so he got access to the Pegasus and Kenshi Knight, which was nice. Yes. And speaking of Mozu, Mozu fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what a sh- what a shock. The, the common thread is that if there was something that was really gross and strong and awakening, they're like, hey, we need to tone that down. So, yeah. i.e., like most of the children, the villager. Yeah. You don't even. Mozu is like Donald, but without the cool power spike that Donald gets. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess technically. With class. better classes, I guess. Well, no, technically, yeah, it better, but it's, it's, she's better in terms of classes because she actually gets to keep her weapon rank between her yeah. stuff. Where, what are her class options? I just remember Archer is one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Archer, and then she promotes into uh, what is it? It's Merchant and, and Master, Master of Arms. Arms. Which oh, what? Why, how is that better? Well, no, it's better because she gets to keep the keep the weapon rank. Donald has to continually lose his weapon rank because he goes from Villager, which is Lances, and then uh, either of his options was it Fighter and. Mercenary. I think fighter yeah. and mercenary. mercenary. Yeah, both of them. He, so he loses. But, he loses his by, weapon rank again, which sucks. But by the time you're, I feel like, I mean, it still does suck. But by the time you're promoting Donald, I feel like, I, I mean, you know, you're probably only going to be at D rank anyway. Maybe C. as someone who used so. Donald in Awakening in our draft and used him a lot, I think he got to like B rank in Hero at the end of the yeah. game, and I used him a lot. Yeah, like he was, like... he was sitting on iron weapons for most of the game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sucked. But also, since she she was able to keep her weapon rank, and because she married Silas, she was able to then go paladin. Ooh, that's nice. Able slightly better. Yeah, slightly better, but still, yeah, she's still (laughs) fucking (laughs) suck. Just the 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 HP just wasn't there for what for anything really. How was how was uh how was aptitude Sophie? (laughs) Oh man, it was. It was okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, by, by the time I recruited so- Sophie, it was like, all right, Paladin number three. I was going to say, right. she's also a Cavalier, right? I, yeah, I'm she's also trying a to think of. I'm trying to think of what she looks like in my head. I genuinely cannot think of 
what that character even looks like. Just right. another Facebook in a nutshell. Yeah, we'll leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> then, aside from then, past that, uh, Kagero was amazing. You know, talked about yep. it earlier. She comes with base 15 strength, which is literally Kaze's ninja strength gap. So if Kaze cap strength, he'd still be he'd be as strong as base Kagero. And since I also had Hinata, the god, uh, she was able to get all the bulk she needed and basically just be good from there. And Hinata being the god that he is, he was he was perfect. I gave him like no attention and he was perfectly fine for like 80% of the game. He was like, Is that right. a thing? Yeah. That's him? Yeah, his base, solid. Yeah, his base stats, his base stats, and just like an instant promotion. He was like one of the few people I promoted early. Is you like, just keep him swordmaster. Yeah, swordmaster or master of arms, depending on yeah. what stat bonuses he needs to give to what his partner. Because mm-hmm. swordmaster is all all speed, and then master of arms is strength and defense. So master okay. of arms for Kagero to give uh, extra bulk that she needed. By the way, can after. we talk about how master of arms would be a way cooler class and? almost any other game because it's like oh whoa you know you're not sword locked you have one two weapon range when first of all there is the weird throwing sword in this game but also i mean hand axes are not useless but they're definitely not nearly as good as they are in most of the series yeah well to be fair if it was in any other game then be like no one would use the sword <laughs> part that's what it. i'm saying yeah. no one would ever use sword you would just have a lance axe <laughs> infantry class yeah yeah or, yeah. or lance or be a, the lance using infantry class yeah be weird and then who else? Did master I have? Knight. Oh. It is not. Yeah. It's, oh no, no, not no quite. Master Knight. <laughs> no. no that, that's what. That's because it's 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 they're only they've only got arms. They they're not a knight. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to put them on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, oh, I guess not really. Lastly, I have more people than I realized. Uh, Reyna, she was great pre-promoted unit. Vera, he was. He was there, you know. He had he had nine. I probably reclassed him to Bow Knight, and he had nine move, which was. Was he better than Boots? Yeah, I I I stand by sure of being good. In he's good. Yeah, Bo- but then, Boots are better. Uh, but he he's good himself. Uh, yeah, but he's got to be really good to make up for the opportunity cost. It's only, it's only <laughs> one boot. It's only one boot. It's though. one move. It's not two moves anymore. It's one shoe. You, you don't, get you one don't go boot. outside with one shoe. You need you two get boot. <laughs> but and then lastly, uh, Sakura. Uh, she was a healer. I mean, since I reclassed Felicia to hero, that uh, he was able to be my healer, which was really nice and desperately needed. And yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. Did on Lutic and didn't have really any problems until until the second second to last chapter, the fight against Garen in the throne room before the dragon. Yeah. Because all this uh the all the enemies on Lunatic then have skills and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> where did where did where did they get like these full skill sets from? <laughs> and it's like so that 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 took a bit, but then the final boss, you just uh Sakura with the hexing rod on the boss. Easy, hit him, hit him with Kagero into Corin. Nice. And yeah, and that was my. And that, what that class my uh, did you go on Corin? What was that? What class did you go he on Corin? Dark, dark Mage. Oh, oh, right, right. So, right, so right. he was a Dark Knight. Okay. He had the horse spirit so and Yato. Then, yeah. yeah. It was, it was great. And. All right. Well, yeah, um. So that's everyone's playthrough. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've um, only got a couple questions tonight, so maybe instead of doing a whole other segment, we should just fold them in. 
we can, keep uh, it. we can keep it one if we want. I mean, we could just quick. We could sort of just quickly go over them. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're about we're about an hour here, and from from what I'm hearing from you guys, you you guys sound like you're done. <laughs> I don't have a lot else to say. I mean, I think we've covered. But, I mean, of it. yeah. There there's more things I could say, but there are probably things that would be applicable to all three routes. So you know, we'll we'll get them. So we can for conquest then mm-hmm. in yeah. three months. Four months. <laughs> Which, by the way, let's Six let's. I'm, I'm curious. Are you guys planning? I mean, I know Chef's answer to this, but uh, what what uh what difficulty are you guys planning on going for conquest? Well, I'm not a masochist. I'm going hard. I'm not yeah, going to lunatic. Yeah, I'm I didn't mean lunatic. Fast hard. But I mean, hard. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna play on normal, uh, yeah, because no, hard I'm is still soft. pretty difficult. Not soft. Yeah, hard is still pretty difficult. That's like the conquest experience. I'm not soft, but my lunatic or my conquest team kind of sucks, honestly, until I get Xander. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put myself. So you're going hard, but you're not going normal. I do I do want to be clear to listeners. No shade for playing on normal in any Fire Emblem game. Like, you know, do what you want to do. But we've been doing this podcast for like eleven million years. So Yeah. You know, you, I'm a you're gamer. gamer. You're a gamer. I've got you're my certified gamer, gamer card. I don't know about gamer, you. But, but even We're the rest gamers, of us, you're a gamer. You know, anyone who's been doing a Fire Emblem podcast yeah. for six or seven years can can play any game on hard. I think, except for Radiant Dawn hard, which is really lunatic and which sucks because you can't see the move. But that's that's unrelated to this. You know, that's that's me- that's, that's mechanically <laughs> bad. That's just uh, yeah. It's not like. Are, also, are you really annoying. going lunatic? Well, yeah, I'm doing lunatic. I've, is it I've, is I've, it like doable? I, I've planned Probably. it out, and in theory, I can do it. <laughs> I, I've I've done oh, the calculation. Oh, fail a draft? No, yeah, I, I would let, that would just be so weird. You I would hate to see that. <laughs> I, I, okay. Well, Chef's own hubris gets yeah. to him, and he the fails. Thing is, comes on the podcast, and he's like, "Corin missed his ninety percent chance to hit," and then I just I couldn't get that good again. I couldn't clear the final chapter. I'm sorry. Okay. Guys. No, it's it's I've it's more of I've worked backwards. So I started with the final chapter on Lunatic, and like, all right, how can I do this in one and two turns? What setup do I need? Then like, all right, working backwards. And what's I your, think what's your, what's it's like playing plan? an LTC. Uh, it's a it's a lot of. A lot of reclassing and friendships with Corin to get uh, some certain skills on Kana to be able to allow oh, water. It's it's, it's a it's a very complicated process. What, what, <laughs> what, uh, conquest what lunatic with Kana. I, I need to wow. I need to go. I, need I to hope go... you invest the world into Kana, and she disappoints you by just having yeah. like terrible growths. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. She doesn't. Her stats won't matter for the setup. What class are you going for her, then? Uh, yeah. Well, she, so Corin will need to French. So Corin needs to be a ninja. Uh, mm-hmm. Marry Felicia. Felicia then needs to get duplicate from ninja. Corin needs to befriend Shura to get move plus one from outlaw, and then duplicate and move plus one need to be passed down to Kana. And then Kana needs to become a true uh, strategist, a strategist. Well, by the way, this, oh, this for is maybe a bad for rescue. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's. Uh, wait, no, it's not move plus one. She needs pass. I need Corn needs to get yeah. pass from Sura. That's that's right. Okay. That's where it is. So then that will allow the one turn of the final chapter. <laughs> yeah. How how does um how does the like friendship stuff work in this game? Because I never even understood what A plus rank does. So, so people that are so people that are the same same sex, uh, they can be friends, and then yeah. you get A, and then you just get their class. That's it. 
it's like marriage, do, but guys. Skills, do skills transfer over as well? I don't. I mean, well, no, you just get the class, so you get access. To you the just class. get the class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You I mean, use the uh, quote-unquote roommate seal. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they were roommates. So like <laughs> one of one of the one of the more optimal in terms of meta stuff, in terms of stuff, friendship stuff is mm-hmm. uh, Rioma and Silas friendship seal. So then Rioma gets access to Paladin. So then mm-hmm. Rioma's eight yeah. move with Reginto and then Elbow Room, Astra oh, Vantage. So that that's that's, that's Rioma on like the next level. So Hus- Husser was doing like basic Rioma. There's a level beyond that. He can go even further beyond. Yeah. Does he have to spend thirty minutes screaming to do it? I mean, <laughs> his, his hair does yeah. get bigger. That's why you have to True. hunt him down for so many chapters. He's busy standing on a mountain <laughs> yelling into the sky. I mean, he's got the. He's got the Saying three haircut for it. He's ready. He, he does. He blend right in. That's true. <laughs> All right. Should we do the uh, our questions here? Sure. Yes. Oh, not not very, not many here. Not many. No, not do really. Poor, poor timing on our part. Um, yeah. So, uh, let, so let's just start with uh, Tinny Orals. Uh, is that how you say it? Uh, uh, we'll find out. They're they're we'll stuck on out. chapter we'll nine, <laughs> and they want to know what they should do. I'm just going to pump this straight to Sheffin. Let's see which one. I really there? wanted to hear Devin's input yeah, on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, Devin. What's true? Honestly, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, never oh, mind. Chapter nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, you should definitely uh, use don't, your don't look it up herbs you guys to then reclass to own Mioji and then use rescue to kill the boss. Mozu can actually solo the chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to All get right. her a specific friendship seal. Yeah, yeah. It's a complicated right, so, well, you have to use the eternal seal. I'm a, you gotta, you gotta grind her up. <laughs> yeah, for, for chapter nine. Well, we'll put yeah. the Excel spreadsheet in the show. Description. <laughs> Here's the EXP breakdown. And it, by the way, it, it is growth dependent. So, like, if you don't, hit you could get enough, screwed. If you do, you have to restart the whole game. It's really <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you actually have to take your cartridge out and just throw it on the ground and stomp on. You have to buy a new game. Your yeah. game is permanently worthless. Right, and 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 if it is the special edition, well. I mean that's seven hundred bucks. You Why do you think do they're it. so hard to find? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've gone through six of them. It's People are just trying to do the strats. <laughs> yeah, but uh, on uh, getting back to it, so chapter chapter nine, that's the Izana chapter, or you're in the in the, or you start in the small box. Oh, room. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, main uh, main advice I would give for that is uh, buy some tonics, give them to whoever your bulkiest person is, and place them right outside the entrance. So the people enemies can't get in. Let tonics, the enemies, tonics, enemies scrubs. Yeah, then let the enemies crash into them and whatever they don't kill, then then you can start filtering out. The main the main the hard part is just getting through that first first one yeah. or two turns with the enemies right outside <laughs> and you're stuck in the door. Yeah. That, did that you guys use tonics in uh, yeah. Birthright? I, yeah. I did not. I was I was yeah. I told myself no tonics this run. I'm gonna use them in conquest, obviously. They're free but... stats, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, did when I, I remember like too, which was not often. But I like but, but the the hard part is not using them. The hard part is like not just beelining it to the next chapter and like going and buying shit. I mean, you're, you're you you start every ch- you start at the every chapter in in the my castle, so you know just Might take the three well. seconds. Ah, whatever. But uh, next question from Penderin. Uh, Pender. Thoughts uh, on thoughts? how this game could be made actually difficult. Um, well, I um, think there are a few ways. If you really focused on the the map design more, turned it more into puzzles, 
maybe kind of shift some of the unit availability. So like instead of Ryoma, you have someone who's, you know, really good, but has limits, like maybe kind of more of a Camilla type. Um, and you can kind of reorganize the game to be more focused around puzzles. Like maybe you have one chapter where you're like defending a port and you've got to like strike back against all of the, you know, reinforcements. Um, you could have like a ninja hell chapter where you're getting swarmed by ninjas. That would make it more difficult. You know, stuff like that. I think well, they, they already have they already have that ninja chapter. <laughs> yeah. They do have a ninja right? chapter. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not early on. it's early on. Chapter yeah. ten. It's where you recruit Takumi. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's all ninjas. It's even the same ninja boss. It is. Yeah. For uh... lore. Did you know that? Did you know that, Devin? That it was the same. No, oh, definitely. Did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good but, save. We totally believed you. Uh, yeah. Other than yeah. just playing Conquest instead, um, you could always just not use Ryoma. That would help. You know, not use tonics. Just kind of handicap yourself until the difficulty feels right. Um, although apparently Lunatic is like fine, so that would work too, right, Chef? Yeah. I, lunatic's like perfectly fine for me in terms of difficulty in terms of uh force uh it doesn't force as many uh, like optimal strats in the sense but you still have plenty of options and still have reason to push for certain things so i i think it's perfectly fine not overbearing in a sense in terms of like other than a self-imposed way or Increasing the difficulty in terms of if the question's more aimed at like what would they need to do to make it more difficult, like design wise, I think it would be a matter of like the philosophy for Birthright was to make it more like Awakening, to have it to maintain that style of freedom and to being able to gather resources at your leisure, whereas the other games are more traditional in that sense. So if they restricted that, you would have been able to do it. And if they had less open maps, it would probably help in that regard. But as for everyone else's suggestion, Lunatic might be what you're looking for. Yes, I mean, I'd be interested in playing it at some point in, you know, a few years. I don't need to play Birthright for a little (laughs) while now. But especially if you don't do it in a draft, it might be a bit more fun. I got to be honest, though. you, You try drafting. Yeah, and try drafting. Maybe maybe that would give you the the more difficulty yeah. in having to plan a team versus. Only problem with that is that then you need to find like three or four other people who want to play birthright. True. Good luck. Just oh, just, make a, bot, so just make a bot that chooses names randomly. <laughs> that is kind of chaotic and kind of fun. Yeah, or or go a... to or go to like the subreddit and just post like a pick my units type thread. Yeah, that's yeah. also an option there. Post, like, I'm really looking MMA forward to conquest. There's nothing else on the well, subreddit. We got, we got like, we got like four months. We gotta get through all of Radiant Dawn before. Yeah, we gotta do all of fucking Radiant Dawn. But I, I am looking forward to conquest. I think it'll be fun. And then, la- uh, last question from Varun. Uh, so you all find the Hoshi- uh, Hoshido Royals very unlikable compared to the Nora ones? We sort, of, we sort of talked about this a bit before, where yeah, where Hinoka and Sakura aren't really given anything so easily. Exactly. It's it's less that they're unlikable. It's more just that like they 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 don't really get much to work with. And I would say all four of the Fates Royals, some more than others, obviously at least get like something. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're interesting, more interesting characters on a baseline, just because they're more like morally gray. I would say, even if that is not, you know, executed not... well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not that I've played Conquest in years, but just. 
I would think that they would have more opportunity to be interesting there because their characters actually have kind of some conflict. Like they're way obsessed with Corin, which is like its own problem. But then he, you know, they didn't pick them, so that's like a hurt betrayal thing, whatever. That's at least a little mm. more going on. Whereas in Birthright, they're just like we're the good guys, and we've everything's you know going well, and we're just gonna you know meet up with Ryoma and then sneak in and go. They don't have a ton going on other than loving Corin, which is like, yeah. for me, any character's least likable trait all of the time. And that's uh, a uh, continent-wide problem because everyone really, loves it Corrin. spreads like the plague. It's yeah. like I don't know how it happened, but for Corin, <laughs> <laughs> it's the scariest thing you've ever said. True. It also doesn't right. help that Sakura and Hinoka get like zero character development or like screen time yeah, in the story. All. Yeah, at all. Shame, yep. especially. I mean, I think everyone likes Hinoka. She's got cool design, and she's a really like strong unit. So it would have been cool to see more of her. Well, because it was in a in the original draft, Kagera wasn't meant to be the other sibling, but then is that true? Yeah, and but yes. then uh, was it Kozakai, whoever the artist was, he he apparently they made Hinoka's design, and th they apparently liked it so much that they just made Hinoka the sibling instead. <laughs> and somehow and she becomes queen in conquest. God, yeah. I forgot about that. By process of elimination. Last man standing. <laughs> you know, the, there's there's Hinoka's interesting trait. She's a chess master. She she carefully maneuvered the dominoes in conquest to knock out everyone in the line yeah. of succession ahead of her. All I think it's just more plan. so the writers oh, yeah. forgot about her. They're <laughs> like, oh shit, someone's gotta rule this country. Uh you do it, you do it. Well to be fair, to be fair, here in Conquest or in Birthright. Camilla is meant to take over, but she just she just does she just does it. She just gives <laughs> it to Leo. She just says nah. Yeah. Wait, really? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leo Leo, Leo oh. ends up ruling uh Nor yep. in Birthright. Camilla oh just Leo. Camilla Camilla just doesn't care. She just doesn't want Who to. Who has Leo? Uh I do. Darren has Leo. Yeah, Darren I have Leo. Leo. Screw you all. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's right. rude. Um, so you can kind of, probably kind of hear that we're sputtering out. Birthright, you know, there's just not as much to say compared to Conquest and Revelation, and we already talked about kind of all root stuff last time. So yeah, uh, probably time to wrap up. It's well, one you of know the what? Fire Emblem games by... of all time. It is one of the Fire Emblem games of all time, and overall, I'll say, listen, you, you mash that start button like I did, I think you're still going to have a good time, even if it's not like the most difficult game in the world. I Just like I did... With Awakening, it's, you know what, I kind of enjoy a Fire Emblem game that I can zone out and listen to music to and not have to think too hard about, but still have some strategy and, you know, planning about what classes I want, what units in, and skills and all that stuff. It's not completely brainless. It's but... by no means bad. No, it's not a bad game. Yeah. F okay. Fates as a video and... game, I think, is, like, one of the best Fire Emblem games out there. But, you know, it's it's all the baggage that comes with Fates that kind of brings it down in, in different ways. But as an actual game, like, gameplay-wise, yeah, dude, I mean, it's it's great. Anyone else have final thoughts? No, that was it. Right. There's, no more, there's no more final thoughts. We're, 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 done. Done. we're done. Yeah, you can play it and enjoy it, but also I think maybe more than any other game in the series, if you just want to not play it, you're not really missing anything. Um, I wouldn't blame. I don't. I don't no, I, I don't know. It. I don't know if I. I wouldn't. Oh, it's specifically Rev. You mean or not Rev? Birthright, or you specifically mean specifically Birthright? Fates. 
Yeah, okay. That's fair. Like, if I you were very that. crunch for time and you looked at the three games and you're like, which Just one am I going to play? Bro. I think most people <laughs> would say play Conquest. Unless you're someone who really does not want to challenge. Like, if you're like, I don't want to struggle, then that's what this is for. If no, you, if like, you loved struggle, Awakening, play Conquest but, on casual normal. but didn't care about the story and also wanted a slightly more complicated game, but where you could still zone out, then Birthright is for you. Uh, I don't know it's if it but I mean, I think, Darren, you kind of mentioned this already earlier. I think it's a big reason why this game exists and was designed the way it is. But it's it's a great, if if Awakening was your first experience in Fire Emblem, which I would say is less common these days than it used to be with Three Houses and, and the popularity of the Switch. Heroes. But if Awakening was your first game, uh, Birthright is, is a nice kind of intermediary step to sort of the rest of the series. and It's a logical a next step for sure. If you were someone yeah, who played yeah. Awakening as your entry game. Absolutely. I mean, I'd cool. still say Sacred Stones instead, but yes, <laughs> it, it works for that. Sure, I mean that too, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we have Radiant Dawn next. Um, yes, wow, oh, finally. So it's so real this time. There are actually, no though. final thoughts. It's been so <laughs> bad skipping years. over the guy <laughs> with the most positive the opinion one. of the game. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> well, hold on. I, I think as Lore Master, I get the final say here. So. Uh, no, I think as the real Lore Master, Chef <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Uh, well, the thing is, see, I'm Azana, but Chef is. Uh, Zola. Zola. You don't even remember his name. Zola. You don't even remember the name of the guy. I liked Zola better when he was writing 19th century French novels about unions. <laughs> Deep cut. Nice. I can never forget it. that one. Very briefly, someone will get it. Is Wait that... till they find out who he is. Okay, all right. Let Sheffin say his piece. This is his favorite Fire Emblem game. Damn it! Give him his pedestal. This let is his let him speak. Damn it! <laughs> say you, you your joke. piece, Chef. It, 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 Birthright is is one of my favorite Fire Emblem games. It's in the top five for me. It's it, it is for me. It is just one of, I guess, the best one of the do the mechanics and maps. It makes it one, sort of one of the most enjoyable and fun. Fire Emblem experiences across the entire series for me. For me, it's in, in easily in the top five <laughs> among the series. Where do you it's, rank it? I, I will say, I, yeah, what? Uh, it, I, I, I put it about on par with Conquest for me. Rev, Rev then, is way down there though. Rev, yeah, Rev, yeah, Rev, yeah, Rev, yeah, yeah, Rev, yeah, yeah. Understandably, yeah. Rev, Rev is in like bottom three for me with, That's like, not really with like Gaiden and Path of Radiance for me. It's down there. Yeah, I, I, I mean oh we've said God. it before. I think when we talked in the last one, it's worth saying again. The engine of Fates and like the 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 foundation of Fates is exceptional. It's why Absolutely. Conquest is still one of the best gameplay experiences in in the series. And Birthright, I mean, obviously still built on the same foundation you can still get some of that experience. It's not quite the same because it's generally an easier game, but you, it's, that, that's all still there. All of the things that make Fates good from a gameplay perspective is still present in in Birthright. Right. Yeah. Sure. yeah, and Birthright is a good environment to get to grips in them where it's a lot lower yes. stakes. Yeah, right. you yeah. Get, to, get, to get the full understanding of the mechanics yeah. and what, and then, what, uh, you, what you can do and how far you can push certain things. Easily. And then get absolutely steamrolled in Conquest. As it should be. True. Not if Darren, you have. You not if you know. That. Not if you have it planned out. <laughs> God, I hope. You, I, I hope something go. goes wrong because it would it, be so funny. I've got it all. Planned. It. Don't I believe in you, it'd but be, I, yeah. really I just funny. want it to. I want something really stupid to happen. Okay. Well, technically, I've already. I did a test yeah. run of it on hard mode. So technically, I've already. Technically, I've already completed the draft on hard mode with my team. <laughs> but, uh, for the sake of lunatic. <laughs> yeah. 
but but it's more interesting. It's higher stakes this way. Don't you stakes. want that? But but attention? did you did you recruit did you recruit Yukimura? That I mean that's the no, way. in conquest. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not conquest, unfortunately. I, I, mean, I guess I guess, I guess we'll all fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll all fail conquest draft. <laughs> this route it just doesn't count as a completion unless you recruit no, Bernadetta. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I guess I guess none of us got Fuga either on uh You're right. <laughs> <laughs> whole game's a wash. We just got to run it back. It's, it's a whole wash. We got to redo the retrospective. Anyway, Darren, these how do you rules, feel? Revelation is the only one you can actually complete. Yes. Well, no, no you, you can't. can't, no, you can't, you can't recruit Yuki Yuki Mura. Mura. We can't right. complete the whole game. We can't complete yeah. anything. We're stuck <laughs> in hell. We can never leave. Well, Fates has given us brain fucking mouth. next because we're going to go play Radiant Dawn. I'm so psyched. See you guys when I have a lot more to say. Well, hold on. Before we end the show, I need to know how Darren feels about uh, Chef and putting Path of Radiance and Revelations on similar quality. Yeah, wait, what the fuck was that? I I, uh, (laughs) vehemently disagree with that, but I think maybe that will have to be a discussion for another episode because, whoa, Whoa, it's a lot to unpack. Every, the, you know what? When we get the Radiant every, Dawn, we'll bring that back up here. Every day, every day we stray further from the Darren and Chef and Show reality. It just, just tensions rise. And, well, no, you know, that's what people want. People want the drama. They don't want to see two people getting along. They want gonna, to see people trying to We're going to clickbait these two fighting each other over Path of Radiance. Yeah. It's your playful banter that gives the show its spark of life. You're right. <laughs> that's the so one of them lunges at each other's throat. That's 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 the note to end it on. Yeah, we'll see anyway. you all next time for Radiant part Dawn. one of Radiant Dawn. Yeah, time to open the Google for Dawn real this time. For real, for real this time. For real this time. Uh-huh. For real this time.